It's Wednesday, June 30th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Officials acknowledged difficult odds ahead as the search of the collapsed Miami-area condo tower entered its sixth day with the death toll standing at 12 and 149 people unaccounted for. 37 survivors were pulled from the site in the early hours after the collapse on June 24th, but none have been in the day since. The Supreme Court is leaving a pandemic-inspired nationwide ban on evictions in place over the votes of four objecting justices. The court on Tuesday rejected a plea by landlords to end the CDC moratorium on evicting millions of tenants who aren't paying rent during the coronavirus pandemic. Last week, the Biden administration extended the moratorium by a month until the end of July. U.S. stocks edged higher Tuesday, pushing the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq Composite to new records after a choppy trading session that saw many major sectors swing between losses and gains. The gain marked the S&P 500's 33rd record close of the year, a figure that ties the number seen in all of 2020. Around the globe, Kim Jong-un said North Korea's COVID-19 situation has become grave and admonished senior officials for lapses in the fight against the disease. North Korea has reported zero COVID-19 cases and tested more than 31,000 individuals, according to the World Health Organization's latest figures. He also pointed to the lack of ability and irresponsibility of cadres. He blamed them for poor decision-making on scientific, technological, and institutional fronts. The combined failures have created, in Mr. Kim's words, a, quote, great crisis in ensuring the security of the state and safety of the people, end quote. In other news, congressional leaders and a media advocacy group are urging the FCC to examine how policy decisions and programs have disparately harmed black Americans and other communities of color, according to a letter sent Tuesday to the acting FCC chair. In the letter, Representatives Jamal Bowen, Yvette Clark, and Brenda Lawrence said the FCC should conduct an assessment to address and redress the harm the agency's policies and programs have caused black and brown communities and identify the affirmative steps the agency commits to taking to break down barriers to just media and telecommunication practices. The House of Representatives on Tuesday voted to remove all Confederate statues from public display in the U.S. Capitol, along with replacing the bust of former Chief Justice Roger Taney, author of the 1857 Dred Scott decision. The legislation would direct the architect of the Capitol to identify and remove all statues and busts that depict members of the Confederacy from public display within 45 days of the resolution's enactment. Any removed statue that was provided to the Capitol by a state would be returned to the state and then could elect to replace it with another honoree. And Serena Williams waited two years through injury and a global pandemic to return to Wimbledon Center Court on Tuesday. Her stay lasted all of 34 minutes, cut short by a slip that forced her to withdraw from the tournament. Williams appeared to twist her ankle on the court's damp grass midway through the first set of her first-round match. Despite receiving treatment and attempting to continue, 
It was clear that her bid for an 8th championship here and a 24th Grand Slam singles title overall was over. Now you know and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.